0: As modern women and witches, we can adapt these ancient practices to our contemporary lives. We can honor the cycle of life and death by creating our own rituals and ceremonies. Ah, so good. Taking the old, integrating it with the new, and creating practices that sustain us in the present. We know that you were born magical, we know that you are intuitive, and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Hello, Magic Makas. In today's episode of the podcast Expedition to Soul, I am actually going to do something a little different. I'm going to read to you an article from our Stay Magic Fall magazine. So I want to share though, like what is, I want to know, I would love to hear from you. You can tell us on social media or like in the comments of one of our podcast posts, or if you're in our circle group, our community group, where we host, um, you know, community of the, uh, we always post about the podcast when it goes up and you can share in the comments there, but what things have you been doing to like that feel like fall for you to honor the fall season? It's so wild because, you know, summer is, we look at it as the shadow work season. That's how we teach it. And then fall is kind of this visioning season for, what you want to prepare for for the next year right and right at the end of summer so the week of the first day of fall that week i had so many experiences <laughs> that were like mind blowing we had i was i saw my dad and my stepmom they came to visit us they live um in illinois and they came to visit in connecticut and we hadn't seen them anna and i my sister, co-founder of TSE, hadn't seen them in almost four years. So like three years, nine months about. We hadn't seen them for. So they came to visit. And so we're, I'm seeing them for the first day. And we went to the fair. And wouldn't you know it, but somebody from my past, an, an ex-boyfriend of mine, who um, you know, we were together for quite some time. And it, it's a little bit of a complex story, which is not for here nor here nor there. But he knows my dad and my stepmom, he knows my sister well, he knows my husband well. Um, and when you know, we, we went to this fair, so I'm with my dad who I haven't seen. We walk in, and there's this guy, and I don't I didn't see him right away, but all of a sudden I hear like my husband like, hey, you know, and they're shaking hands. I hear my dad like, hey. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I see who it is. Um, and then also the same week, we—I uh, my kids started a pottery class. And I live near my hometown where I grew up, but I don't live in my hometown. But I live very close, like right. I mean, it's right around the corner. So I'm dropping my kids off at pottery class. And uh, one of the uh, two of the kids in the class, I went to high school with their mom. And I haven't seen her in, I don't know, 20 years, maybe not quite, maybe 19 years. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, that was all happened at this time of like right when that week where summer was ending and, you know, fall is starting. So really interesting for me to have this like shadow stuff sort of come forward. And then like right as we're stepping into fall, which is the, where we practice gratitude, we release, right? So I had a lot of this energy stewing and I'll be honest, I have not even had a moment to sit down and like just process. I I mean, I don't know that I need to process it, but I like to journal and maybe pull some cards and just see like, what, what did I not notice about my energy in this situation? So as we step deeper into the fall season, As you're listening to this, you know, we're a few weeks into the autumn season now, and I just, it's wild, these little nods from the universe at like what we need to pay attention to. So those are some things that have been happening for me this autumn, but I'd love to know and hear from you, you know, what are you doing? That's like your fall go-to sort of activities. And, um, you know, what, what are you feeling as we step into this energy, move into this season, Uh, you know, Libra season? that we are in here exited out of Virgo, and that really is perception, you know, thought. Uh, so what's what's going on for you? Tell us about it in the comments, wherever you're seeing the posts about this podcast episode. But today, I'm going to talk to you about ancient practices for modern women and witches. And this is an article from our Stay Magic magazine. It's free, so you can grab your copy. And I actually thought I would just read it to you because, uh, I don't know, it just seems... Like that's the best thing. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you this article and you can grab your copy. So you have it in front of you if you want the ideas and in typed up and pretty, pretty looking. It's very pretty. We always do a great job designing it. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to read you our article, ancient practices for modern women and witches. And yeah, in the tapestry of human history, The threads of life and death are woven together in intricate patterns, creating a rich legacy of rituals, beliefs, and practices. These ancient practices steeped in wisdom and reverence offer us a profound understanding of the cycle of life and death and provide a roadmap for our own personal and spiritual growth. One of the most powerful of these practices is visioning, a concept that finds resonance in various ancient traditions and is a key component of the work we do here at the Sisters Enchanted. Visioning involves delving into our desires, confronting our fears, insecurities and suppressed emotions and looking to what's next without being hindered by what's true right now. Much like Persephone's journey into the underworld, visioning invites us to descend into our inner depths, confront our barriers, and emerge with newfound wisdom and understanding for what is possible with the arrival of the next season. In ancient times, the cycle of life and death was honored through various rituals and ceremonies. The Celts, for instance, celebrated Samhain, a festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter, a time when the veil between the worlds was believed to be thinnest. They lit bonfires to guide the spirits of the departed and left offerings to appease them. In ancient Greece, the Eleusinian Mysteries were held in honor of Demeter and Persephone, celebrating the cycle of death and rebirth. Participants underwent a series of secret rituals and initiations symbolizing a spiritual death and rebirth. As modern women and witches, we can adapt these ancient practices to our contemporary lives. We can honor the cycle of life and death by creating our own rituals and ceremonies. This could involve setting up an ancestor altar, lighting the candle in memory of loved ones who have passed, or spending a quiet moment in reflection, acknowledging the cycle of life and death. Shadow work can be incorporated into our daily practices. This could involve journaling about our fears and insecurities, meditating on our shadow aspects or using tarot or other divination tools to gain insights into our inner depths. Our holistic witchery program offers a comprehensive guide to this work, providing tools and techniques to navigate our inner underworld. As we explore these ancient practices, we are not just connecting with our ancestors and honoring the past, but also forging a path for our own personal and spiritual growth. We are embracing the dualities within us, the light and the dark, the joy and the grief The life and the death. And in this dance of dualities, we find our true power as modern women and witches. Some visioning questions for you. Can you be a witch and still have faith? Can you say no to your family and still be a good mom, daughter, sister, wife? Can you quit your job and still be valuable? Can you fly whatever flag you want to fly and still belong? Can you try, fail, and still be worthy? What happens if you don't know how you want to feel? Sacred practices with modern takes, adopting ancient rituals for today's world. In the rich tapestry of ancient Greek mythology and folklore, we find a wealth of practices and rituals that honor the cycles of life, death, and rebirth. These practices, deeply rooted in the stories of deity like Persephone and in celebrations like Halloween, offer us a profound connection to the rhythms of nature and the human psyche, Today, we can adapt these ancient practices into our modern lives, creating personal rituals that honor our journey and deepen our connection to the world around us. So here's one of those for you, honoring Persephone, a ritual for personal transformation. Persephone's journey from the maiden of spring to the queen of the underworld is a powerful metaphor for personal transformation. To honor this journey, you can create a personal ritual that symbolizes your own transformations. So, the modern take choose two objects that represent your before and after states. This could be anything from stones to pieces of jewelry, anything at all. Hold the before object and reflect on what you're leaving behind or transforming from. Then hold the after object and visualize your transformation. You can do this ritual whenever you're undergoing a significant change or seeking spiritual and personal growth. It's that easy. Visualize the before see the transformation to the after and use the tools to ground you into the experience. Halloween with its roots in ancient Celtic festival of Samhain is a time to honor the ancestors and the spirits of the departed. So here's a modern take on the ancestor altar for you. Create an ancestor altar with photos, mementos or heirlooms that remind you of your loved ones who have passed. Light a candle and spend a moment in quiet reflection, honoring their memory. You can do this on Halloween or anytime you wish to feel a connection with your ancestors as easy as that. We also love to set a set a place at the dinner table um, around the time of Halloween or the Scorpio new moon uh, to honor our ancestors as well. One on embracing the cycle of life and death for you. The ancient Greeks, like many cultures recognize the cycle of life and death in the changing seasons. Persephone's descent into the underworld marked the onset of winter, while her return signaled the arrival of spring. So, the modern take here is to take a walk in nature and observe the signs of the changing seasons. Collect fallen leaves, flowers, or other natural objects that represent the cycle of life and death. You can even create a seasonal display at home. You can add these to a nature altar, a seasonal altar, or your ancestor altar, or just hold these objects. Maybe bring some art materials and draw them, but really take a moment to connect. Speaking of connecting, we can connect with the underworld through visioning. Persephone's time in the underworld can be seen as a metaphor for visioning, the process of exploring who we are right now and who we will be in the future. So here's your modern take. Engage in visioning through journaling, meditation, or somatic practices. Write about your fears and insecurities, meditate on your inner desires, or move them through your energetic body using dance or hands-on creation. This can be a powerful way to confront and integrate your repressed desires. We can also celebrate duality in the duality of the season with a day of balance. The story of Persephone embodies the concept of duality, life and death, light and dark, above and below. The duality is mirrored in the natural world, particularly on the equinoxes. So we're off of the autumn equinox now, but we're still in that fall energy when day and night are almost at equal length. So a modern take here um, at the equinox, which has passed as of the time of this recording, um, you can spend the day actually being in balance, spend half the day doing things that light you up and are very active and the other half resting. But as I said, this is a season, so that's a beautiful practice to just explore this time of year in general. And then, of course, we can honor personal growth through seed planting. Persephone's return to the surface world, bringing about the spring, is a powerful symbol of growth and rebirth. This can be mirrored in our own lives as we plant seeds of personal growth and transformation. Our modern take here, engage in a seed planting ritual to symbolize your personal growth. Choose a plant that resonates with you or represents the change you wish to see in your life. As you plant the seed, set an intention for your personal growth. As the plant grows, so too will the changes in your life. This ritual can be a powerful reminder of your capacity for growth and transformation. I love that word capacity. It's one of my favorites. Um So many ideas for you to take these modern practices, these or these ancient practices rather, and make them modern. What I know to be true is that you have opportunity around you all the time to connect, make some magic in your life. Um, And I think that sometimes we can get really sort of bogged down by doing things the right way. But as you heard, so many of these are simple everyday things you can do just in the natural order of your life um, but and bring in some of that everyday magic. So think about these ancient practices, these mythological stories, and what can you do? How, what's your modern take on them? How are you having harvest dinners? Are you, how are you hon- honoring your ancestors? How are you planting the seeds of your future envisioning for the, the next iteration of you once we turn into a new year? All right. You can get more ideas in stay magic. It's free. So download that and I would love to hear how your fall season is going. Um, did anything wild happen for you on the transition from summer into fall? Uh, how's your visioning playing out? How's your gratitude playing out? What seeds are you planting for the future? Share with us wherever you see info about the podcast, like I said, in our community group or on Instagram, which usually post about the podcast. We would love to hear from you and of course, all of your Halloween preparations as well. All right, y'all, thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses, and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic@thesistersenchanted.com. At and as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at The Sisters Enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode.